Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Mad Mike, and once again, we welcome you to the Midweek War! And, uh, as you can see, we're about to talk TNA Impact's special event, quote-unquote, Turning Point. Uh, with me, as always, is the man who actually likes Impact, masochist Antonio Garza. How are you, sir? Hey, Mike. I'm doing good. I actually do like Impact. I, I, I guess I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Um, for those of you who are wondering, um, yes, Garza is into wrestling sadomasochism, sadomasochism and his safe word is Mantar. Um, okay. <laughs> this is not like Heidenreich or something I can discuss. <laughs> no, no. No one's safe word is Heidenreich. Nobody's safe word is Heidenreich. I thought Michael Cole's word was Heidenreich. <laughs> oh, Michael, Michael Cole's safe word is vintage. <laughs> That I, I hear that or coal mine, one or the he other. Likes to, he likes to stay safe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Garza, we have another TNA pay per view ish type of thing. Uh, what was your one word for turning turning point? Uh, my one word is gonna be there wolf. Oh, All right. <laughs> Uh, my one word, as you can kind of tell from my lower third here, is pointless. Pointless. All right. Um, that's not that's not to say that it was a horrible show, but Jesus. All right. Um, Garza, what what was your one good thing from this? Uh, one? my one good thing for for turning point, uh, for impact, is the slow, uh heel turn that Jeff Jarrett is doing. Mm. I love how he's taking advantage of on Dixie. He, like, he started like, well, uh, I want to be in the King of the Mountain match, and oh, I'll take the Hall of Fame. Hey, I brought some guys in. Hey, can my guy like get a title shot? And now he's like, hey, Dixie, like, you think I can get like control of the company? And Dixie's like, yeah, sure, I'll think about it. Like, I, mean, I like it. it. It's from the ovations, Invasion angles that I've seen in the last 10 to 50 years, this is different. So I'll give it props. All right, you know, I'll give you credit based on that. I may not like the actual direction they're doing because I I don't think Global Force is a, a thing that should be doing any kind of invasion because they're not a real thing. But the way they're doing it is very subtle. And TNA is not generally known for its subtleties. I actually think uh, that, that, that thing that you said that uh, since Global Force is still not a thing, I think that's what makes this invasion kind of interesting. Because I, I want to believe that their direction they're taking is that GFW wants to take everything that TNA has, like TV spot. Including their TV time. Yeah, exactly. And that would... Yeah. Make them a promotion, so that's what I, that's what I'm hoping they'll go with. Now, see, if TNA was guaranteed television time after the end of September, I'd be with you on that. But as well, it stands, we we gotta keep it kayfabe, I guess. 
I know, but like, <laughs> or but here here's the one thing that does bug me. How does Dixie Carter go from literally dressing in drag to push Bully Way through a table to not even being smart enough to realize that Jeff Jarrett is taking over her company? Like, I can't wait for EC3 to talk to Dixie and say, Aunt D, the call is coming from inside the house. <laughs> like, like the barbarians aren't at the gate. They're at the concession stand. They're they're at catering. Like, yeah, I, I, I'm really looking forward to the day where everyone realizes that EC3 of all people was the voice of reason. And you know what? If this, all right, okay, okay, okay. Here is the way to fix DNA. With this whole global <laughs> force shit. Are you ready? Are you ready? I just worked okay. this out. Let's do this. This is the setup for Ethan Carter's face turn. That's what I think. Yeah, as the conquering <laughs> hero of TNA. Like, he's the only... Like, he's got the fourth dimension goggles on. He's fucking Deadpool. He can see what's happening. And yeah. eventually, he's the one that has to rally the troops. To yeah, go like, against, no. like he sees Bobby Roode's getting ready to leave. He sees mm-hmm. James Storm's getting ready to leave. He sees Magnus is already gone. Like, I, I really want him to just like I want him to be the guy on the TV on television reading the dirt sheets. Magnus signs with Global Force Wrestling. Bobby Roode signs with. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, like I, I'm pretty knowing TNA, they're gonna end up. Some kind of a cage match at lockdown somewhere in the, in the future. Oh, of course. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, you can't have lockdown. You well, can't have lockdown. Lock- That's in April, sir, or January. No, a lethal lockdown match. Oh, I don't think I don't think they'll do that without without the pay per view lockdown. I don't know. No, because they got bound for glory. True, but well, they're gonna have that five on five match. They always do. Uh, <sighs> I just hope that. EC3 is a leader of the team. Yeah, something. like I know there's gonna be so many other guys that are probably best suited, like Angle and Galloway, and and fucking Hardy, the fucking Hardy, because they're they're gonna be in Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. But just the idea of, of EC3 being the the champ and defending, that'd be awesome. You know what actually or, would be really cool? Or make, or make it Jared versus EC3. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Like, if you yeah. have Jared versus EC3, like EC3 wants to defeat the last TNA Hall of Famer, yeah, and then you have the Hardys lead, lead Team TNA against GFW. I'd be okay with both of those things. Yeah, I don't think either one is going to happen because it sounds <laughs> good and creative, <laughs> and yeah, TNA is not good either of those things. Yeah. Um. All right. My my good thing this week is uh the wrestling. The wrestling yeah. was very good this week. I, I didn't was, I didn't care about most of it, but it was very good. I was super surprised by Eli Drake. Um I mean, they had a, they had a good first match too. I'm not I'm not that surprised by it. I don't care about it. They haven't yeah, I mean, given me reason to war like here is uh, you know what? I'll skip right to my bad. My <laughs> bad. All right. Unnecessary rematches. 
Okay, yeah. Unnecessary rematches. We started off with one unnecessary rematch. Ram versus Mr. Anderson. Okay? This is a direct quote from Josh Matthews during commentary. Bram and Anderson had a, had a match, and uh, Bram attacked Mr. Anderson after a match with a microphone. That's fine. That's the backstory. But Josh said that Mr. Anderson said that he doesn't think he has what it takes to beat Bram. After the match where Mr. Anderson defeated Bram, Mr. Anderson won the first match. Yeah. Yet, mis- yet, I forget if it was Anderson. I forget if it was Josh. One of them said Anderson said that he couldn't beat Bram when he beat Bram. I, I don't get it. Like, all right, unnecessary rematch number one. Unnecessary rematch number two, Gail Kim versus the Dollhouse. That, that one did play out later in the show, though. To a to a to an extent, uh, it could have done it differently, but it did kind of play out eventually. Yeah, I mean, but Gail Kim has already beaten the Dollhouse three on one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't I, like adding a cage doesn't help that. If you wanted to do that, have Gail Kim lose to the Dollhouse, have Terrence Rell embarrass her again. But Gail beat Marty and Jade two weeks ago. In a I regular just as, uh, I just took it as she defeated them, so Taryn's gonna be by herself. Yeah, and but she can it's her. not like it's not like they stayed locked in the cage. If anything, what you do is you have Velvet attack Taryn while the match is going on and tie her up. Yeah. Then Taryn is truly alone, and like Velvet brings her to a place where only Gale knows where to find her. And then you have that segment. But after the match, <laughs> Taryn isn't alone. If anything, she'd probably be with Marty and Jade yelling at them for losing. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, unnecessary rematch number three. And it hasn't happened yet, but it's going to. Eric Young and Sergeant Chris Melendez. Oh, but that match is going to be awesome. No, it's not. No, it's no, that's, not. That's unless, unless Eric Young wins. If Eric Young wins, that's going to be amazing. Yes, I because, just want him to win, and I just want Melendez to hop around everywhere. Um, Garza, I, Garza, I have a question for you. Tell me. Did you see Guardians of the Galaxy? Yes. Eric Young has gone full Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> it says, I have a plan and I need that guy's I leg. That leg. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I didn't really need the leg. I was just joking. Was he hopping around? What was he doing? I don't know. Perfect. Just, just, I want to see it happen. Please, please, TNA. I don't ask you for much. I really don't. You gave me EC3 as champ. That's fine. I ask you for one more thing Eric Young to win that match. Please. Please let Eric Young win that match and just yeah. wear Melendez's leg like a chain. <laughs> just carry it around. Like, he, like he's fucking killed a Terminator and he just carries a leg around as a trophy. And then he starts every promo with asking someone if they need a leg up or, 
or he wants to give Global Force the boot. Like, come on! There's so much to be done with this. There is so much. Oh, okay. Garza, <sighs> what's your bad this week for TNA? My bad is... Oh, man. <laughs> the worst turn, babyface turn I've oh. seen oh. in years. Hold, hold, hold on. Oh, my God. <laughs> is it this bullshit? Exactly. Oh, Let me face. Oh, oh, dear Christ! It. He he could have been someone who to take on the revolution. He could have been the guy to ride off, uh, storm and be like the superhero. But no, he dances, and the people follow. Try to follow. Yeah, I'm pretty sure those were all just people that were extras in the yeah. Dr. Seuss land right next door to TNA. Um, Mahabali Shira. <laughs> Fucking A, man. Like, you can't wrestle. We've seen you work. Y- you can't. Like, I'd rather watch an Eva Marie Dana Brooke Iron Man match. And I'm serious about that. I am dead serious. Um, like it would have been this. Talk. This would have been better if we can just remove Mahabali Shira and insert the Great Kali. <laughs> yeah, it would have been. It would have been ten times better. Like, and then you have Kali do his little, you know, hands in the air dance. Like, but what the fuck is this? Like. Are you are you an android? Like, what the fuck is that? I, I can't explain it. I just is, is it a bullshit dance, like a rain dance? I don't know. I, I had to look away from the screen. Like, I was. It's one of those moments where you actually feel ashamed of being a wrestling fan. Yep. And I was like, oh man, like, I should probably do something else with my life right now. It was at that point, Rob. I'm like, you know what? If it wasn't for us recording our Lucha podcast right then, I was, <laughs> I was just going to stop and finish watching wrestling today. Like, I was just going to stop. Yeah. I, I don't even think I commented on it. I was just so disgusted with it. <laughs> uh, it, it was just real. Like, and I get it. The, the kid's trying, but literally anyone else in the revolution could have done a better face turn. Yeah. Anyone. Like I trust Manic way more than I trust Mahabali Shira. I could and, go for another Abyss face turn. Yeah, oh, God, yeah. But, Bring back Joseph uh, Park. Yeah, I can go with that, but oh, Shira was just bad. Yeah, and uh, before we get into our change, uh, I, I have a question. What is the revolution revolting against? I oh, well, at this point, I, I don't know. Huh. <laughs> okay. All right. You don't either. Good. I, I feel better. I feel like, I'm better. pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they explained it, like when it barely started. But at this point, yeah. But I'm pretty like, sure that um, anything they could have been revolting against was Hernandez. <laughs> like it's just gone from existence. Like. The Hardys yeah. aren't around, so they're not revolting against the Hardys. The BDC's not around. 
Dixie's not there. Like, I don't know what they're revolting against. Who was their first feud? I don't even remember. I do not even remember. Like, I want to say the first one who turned, right? I want to say Magnus. Maybe no, not Magnus. No, Magnus was after whoever the Europeans. Yeah. I don't even know. Wow. I don't I don't even remember. Like that's sad. Yeah. That's sad. It was that because I can recall a lot of shit about wrestling. I know you can too, Garza. The fact that neither of us can yeah. remember like, why getting, the revolution like, started. I'm getting flashbacks of when Storm was turning manic and that little cabin thing, but I can't remember why or who he was fighting. Yeah, I, I oh, don't well. remember either. Yeah. I just don't remember, like, at all. Was it Abyss? No. It no, wasn't cause... Abyss, no. I don't even know. I don't even know. Wow. Yeah, all right. I have to and, that. Okay, we're and guess what? We're both <laughs> too lazy to look it up because we yeah. don't give a shit. Um, all right. Garza, what will be your one change from Impact this week? Uh, my one change from Impact... Hmm. I probably would have done something different with the the knockouts match, uh, yeah. like we were talking before. Just a like Fresh not repeat the match. Yeah, not repeat the match, but probably just have Gail. First of all, show Gail asking Velvet for help, or or, or just or you know what? Actually, section taking out the rest of the dollhouse. So later, tearing and fighting herself. Here's how you do it. It's very simple. The stipulation that's been done a million times before. If Gail Kim wins the six sides of steel match, she gets five minutes alone in the cage with Taryn Terrell. Yeah. That's how you do it. And then you can have Velvet and Brooke hold back the dollhouse after Gail wins. Like that's how you do it. That's the easiest unless and unless you just wanted to make a creepy porn looking video in the back. <laughs> Well, I guess that's not a bad idea either. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not. But <laughs> I feel bad for Velvet because she had a whole feud with Angelina, and now Angelina's pregnant. Yeah. So, so Velvet. I really feel bad for Velvet because Angelina's gone and Bully Ray's gone. Like, I hope she doesn't feel awkward anymore. Well, and Velvet, Velvet's like Eve Marie that's been in the business three times as long. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, my change this week. There. Next week when I watch Impact, the first thing I hear in the Impact Zone, I do not want it to be. <laughs> it it gives me like bad trips to the time when TNA was awful, and every show was led by a fucking Jeff Jarrett promo. And I know Jeff Jarrett's going to leave off the show next week. And probably the week after that. And probably the week after that. <laughs> probably the week after that. But um, my main reason for not wanting this, not just because I don't want to hear Jeff Jarrett speak, because believe me, I don't. Um, they, do a vid- they did a video package that said what matches we were going to see tonight. Yeah. And then you have Jeff Jarrett and come out and literally tell us the same thing. One or the other, TNA, 
You don't have to do both. In fact, you shouldn't do both. If you're if you want Jeff Jarrett to tell the live crowd what matches are going to be on, fine. Don't put that in the final edit. Have have Jeff already be in the ring and get him ready to talk about Global Force, and then EC3 interrupts him. You don't need the whole intro, especially when you're doing a video package intro. Because, yeah, I agree with that. Because it makes it makes your show look stupid. It makes your announcers sound dumb when they're surprised by these announcements because we've just heard them twice. Yeah. So it. it it just doesn't make your product look good at all. It doesn't make it look professional. <sighs> but yeah. And, and and do something with Bobby Roode. Come on. Like I agree with heels way too much in TNA. That's not a yeah. good thing. Like Eric Young well, comes out and says Jeff Jarrett doesn't know what he's doing. TNA management doesn't know if he's doing. And I'm like this guy's got a point. This guy's onto something. Yes, at this point, all the people who are like having like actual reasonable thoughts about this whole GFW thing are the heels. Are the heels like, exactly? Young, Rude, and EC3. Those are the guys like this is not right. Yeah. So, like I understand that at this point we're supposed to think that Jeff Jarrett is a face and that the Global Force guys. I mean, they're they're good guys. They're just here for. For rivalry, but uh, I mean, once the turn happens, you have to acknowledge that those three guys were right. Like, all right, unless and again, I'm reaching here because I don't think this is gonna happen. If TNA is trying to brand their own like Suicide Squad, like where the bad guys are doing things for the good, I mean, because you got EC3, you got Rude, you got Eric Young. And I, I guess you could have a pissed off bully Ray when he comes back. Those are four guys I would love to see as like a Suicide Squad theme faction going against Global Force. Yeah, that I'd would be, cool. be fantastic. I'd be down for that. I'd be fa- and Tyrus is even Killer Croc. He's already yeah. right there. He's right there. He's in. And you got Velvet as the. Harley Quinn wannabe. She can go against Lady Tapa. It's perfect. It works on every conceivable level. You are welcome, TNA. That one is free. That one is free. Uh, anyway, um, was there anything else that you want to talk about, Impact, before we wrap this one up, Garza? Well, I already have my bat for next week. Because... <laughs> 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 For some reason, what's your bad for next week? I'm impressed. For some reason, they announced three title matches with people who don't deserve ma- title matches. That's right. I forgot oh. about that. Oh god, so, yeah. Just put it on notes. So that's gonna be my bad for next week. <laughs> Although, God willing, DJZ burr, 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 wins the exhibition title. I know he's not going to, yeah. but I, I just want to see it. I want to see it again. Because Tigreuno, I don't care about you, Tigreuno. I don't. I don't care. Not at all. Not even a little bit. All right. Um, so, Garza, where can the people, the good people on the internet, find you? You can find me at DW Revolution for the Twitters and at DWrestlingRevolution.com for just talk about wrestling. Excellent. In a textual version. Where can we find you, Mike? 
Uh, I am at Mad Mike four eight eight three on the Twitter machine, and also I want to direct your eyeballs. If you're watching this, then you're on our YouTube page or you're in our feed. Go and find our Lucha Underground Season One review. We did over an hour talking about the awesomeness that was Lucha Underground. If you miss us talking about it on the Midweek War, we talked about it last night. We talked about the whole kit and caboodle, the whole ball of wax, and it's way better than Impact. So go, <laughs> go watch that. Um, also, go to IndieWrestling.us where you will see a lot better wrestling than is on TNA. Um, lots of stuff there from AJ Styles. Christopher Daniels, Chris Saban. I think there's some CM Punk stuff in there. Some Matt Hardy, if you're into that thing. A uh, bunch of stuff. A little, a little DJ Z, a little Jimmy DeMarco, you know, IWC, Vicious Outcast Wrestling, RWA, all over the place. Go to IndieWrestling.us. So, um, we do the Midweek War here. We got two more shows tonight. We got to talk about NXT and Ring of Honor. We figured we'd start with the shittiest show first. Garza, where do you rate Impact this week? I'm going to rate Impact in number two. I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> I'm going to fucking kill you, Garza. All right. Like you said, the wrestling wasn't that bad. All right. All right. And All right. There were some spots outside the ring that I particularly liked. All right. Unless you have a 1 and 1A, one this is going to be really disappointing. Uh, TNA. <laughs> TNA is number three for me, as you can probably guess from my tone of voice. Uh, but yeah, I'll find out which one Garza has lower than TNA this week, and I'll tell him why he's wrong on another episode of The Mid-Week War!